I'm Ken Hemmings, and he is Chris Lang, and welcome to another of these regular property briefings. Again, a warm welcome to you, Chris. Once again, Ken, it's always good to be with you. I know you've always kept an eye on trends and how they might be affecting commercial property. And there seems to be some general uncertainty within the economy at present, with some people fearful about their jobs. How is that likely to impact upon commercial property and the office market in particular? Well, perhaps can we all take a step back for a moment because there's a fair amount of confusion out there. And you see, when people tell me that they're able to make any sense from the the latest employment figures, my response generally is just to politely tell them that they probably haven't fully understood the numbers. And you see, the media are talking about a surge in the, the number of Australians out of work, and until lately they were at the same time telling us that employment was at a 12-year high. Plus, we're apparently now working fewer hours. Now, the reality is that most people are confused, and some of the blame must lie in the way that the Bureau of Statistics actually compile the various figures that they release. Now, that said... There seem to be several things that people will claim as being absolute fact. First one is that the number of casual workers is growing. Secondly, that people now remain in their jobs for far shorter periods. And thirdly, that teleworking is on the rise because we're no longer tied to our offices. Now, All three of these so-called trends are obviously unsettling people, and that's what you're talking about. But the good news is that they're not actually true. So what you're saying is the media-driven concern is somewhat misplaced. Could you expand a little more on that? Okay, well, let's deal with the first myth first, and that is that the number of casual workers is actually growing at an alarming rate. Now, clearly, this is the line the trade unions love to peddle because it's it's likely to boost their membership from full-time workers, and that's their target market, is to get on board as many full-time workers as they can because historically union numbers are falling, and they're falling rather dramatically. Now, the definition of casual work as used by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, is that there is no annual leave or no sick leave. Now, for men, that figure comes in at around 20% of the male workforce. But the interesting thing is that it's no longer growing. So casual work has actually peaked. Now, for women, casual employment and that's as a percentage of total employment, has actually been falling since the mid-1990s, and it's slid from about 30% of the workforce down to 25%. So that contradicts what the perception is in the marketplace. And then 
recently there was a household income and labour dynamic survey and in this survey they asked people to describe how they saw their job and they gave them four options fixed term, casual, permanent or ongoing. The interesting thing is that they found that the number of people who held permanent or ongoing employment had actually increased over the past 12 years. Again, contrary to what is commonly perceived by the general public. And so, you see, that doesn't really support what the unions and the media are telling us. And as I said, this is not clear. You have to delve a little deeper behind the figures to actually understand what's happening. And it's easy for the media to pick up on current events and blow them out of all proportion. And as I said, they're aided and abetted by the unions who want to peddle this line as well. What about turnover? Surely people are now moving more often between jobs rather than seeing them as a long-term proposition like they used to? Well, once again, what you have here is another misconception. You see, it's predominantly men who considered that they should hold their jobs for life because traditionally women have tended to work in transitory or itinerant jobs. That just seems to be how it's evolved over the past few decades. And if, if we look at both men and women together for a moment, 20 years ago, a rather high proportion of workers, being 22%, had been in their jobs for less than 12 months. And that is significant. But what's interesting is that by 2013, that proportion had actually fallen to just over 18%. So let's now consider the other end of the spectrum. 20 years ago, there was a solid 23.6% of workers who had been in their jobs for 10 years or more. By 2013, that proportion had actually grown to 25%. So hopefully you're starting to get a clearer picture emerging as to what's really occurring occurring on the employment scene. And the actual figures, forget the hype in the media, the actual figures don't support the perception that's permeating through the economy. And so people are actually holding their jobs longer. There are less casual employees over that time span. What about job security then? Shouldn't people be more concerned than ever? Well, again, that's what the media would have you believe. But in actual fact, your job's now are more secure than they they have been before. And, I mean, the full-time jobs are lasting longer and there's actually less casual workers in the workforce over that 20-year span. Sure, there's been lots of publicity surrounding the departure of Ford and Holden and the potential for more job losses are there with the shipbuilding industry in South Australia and Victoria. And these sort of events capture the headlines politically. I mean, Labor's wanting to win points over the Liberals. 
the unions are arcing up and the media just feeds that and social media does likewise too so you it's easy to get carried away on this on this wave of emotion that's that's rolling through the economy but what you need to do is consider the actual facts in the mid 1990s retrenchments affected about 5.5% of the workforce however by 2013 that proportion had actually fallen to just under 3% of the workforce so as i said over that 20 year period it fell the retrenchments the number of retrenchments as a percentage of the workforce and that includes the much publicized recent events in other words what that's telling us is that our jobs are becoming more rather than less secure and we're less likely to move between jobs unless of course we choose to do so so the fundamentals don't support the media hype and this is basically the problem we have at the moment it's it's not reality but it's being it's being pushed as that and unfortunately perception becomes reality even though it's not necessarily the truth anyway i i guess our children will be undertaking a lot more telework from home and cafes and so on is that likely to impact on the demand by companies for office space in the future of course that has to be true what with the increasing presence of the internet and that's certainly the promotional line being pushed by the national broadband network as they roll it out and and claim connections and the speeds that are being gained by those that use it yet is it really true and the answer is well not so far look there's no question plenty of people say they now work from home and about a quarter of the workforce will claim they do that at some time but here's the thing internet access makes it easy to check and send your emails from home but on the flip side it also allows us to engage in leisure activities while we're at work so the fact is that only 5% of the workforce claim home as their main place of work nearly all of them are self-employed and also only around 1.5% of those people working for employers describe home as their main place of work and that has probably declined over the last 10 years perhaps what's confusing people is the evolving composition of our workforce and what you you make need to make sure is that you're not sidetracked by the hype associated with the structural changes occurring within our economy and that's with things like the decline of manufacturing which is being replaced by the surge in people employed in the finance and business services sector so what you need to do is just step back for a moment and take a helicopter view of things and when you do that you start to realize that the media concern is totally misplaced and with the positive news coming with the latest employment figures 
in my view, this augurs well for the commercial property market and in particular the office market as the increase is moving into business service which is is congregated and located primarily within the main cities and this will drive the demand for office space both within the CBD and in the suburban market and as I said yes there is a disruption and an interruption to people's lives when structural changes occur within the economy but the underlying figures certainly don't support the doom and gloom that's being peddled at the moment and from where I sit I see 2015 through to 2018 as a period of considerable growth as far as the economy is concerned underpinned by increased employment and more stability within the labour market. Well, Chris, you certainly upset a few commonly held beliefs about the overall state of our employment. Yet, in doing so, you've also helped instil some renewed confidence that things are nowhere as bad as politicians and the, the media would have us think. So, thank you for that. And I'm glad you found it helpful, Ken. <laughs> 